0: Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is March 25th, 2019. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones 2 and we are both from McFlugel.com. The show notes page for this episode is McFlugel.com slash 137 where you'll be able to find some of the links to the things we talk about as well as ways to check out our sponsor, libertymugs.com. And uh, pretty soon, there's going to be a pretty fun option on at least some of the things over at Liberty Mugs. So uh, be on the lookout for that announcement. I think everyone's really going to like it. So with that, I'm going to hand it over to Slappy, and he's going to introduce our episode topic.
1: Thanks, Rallo. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We are checking hot. We're going to an Audible, Plan B. We, we were the latest, guests.
0: yeah. But we were the latest victims of Dark Tom Woods.
1: Yes. Or at least actually no. That goes fits right in with our topic today. It was Dark Tom Woods. There's no doubt
0: about it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, we we didn't we're, we're not so bad at podcasting that we didn't delete an episode. let <laughs> let's just get that out there. We didn't do that, and I don't believe we've ever done that. Nope, nope. That has never ever happened in the history of the Rollo and Slappy show. Um, I, I would love for all the other podcasts out there to to kind of do a roll call, and we could see all the people that have that have never had an episode of theirs deleted.
1: Um, yeah, I think that uh, maybe we should get that going.
0: Yeah. Hashtag uh, better than. Mediocre podcast. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um, So anyway, we had guests on today, but we don't because of some issues um, with the software due to Dark Tom Woods. So we are kind of going on the fly here. As you know, we usually have a well-prepared, well-researched podcast today. We're just going to kind of shoot from the hip and go. We, we never do that, <laughs> right? Well, we are today. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to talk about, I guess, conspiracy theories. Um, since we're taking shots at other podcasts, we might as well go all the way because um, they're very serious in their in their conspiracy theories. And uh, so, we'll start there. Um, it's kind of annoying, and I know Rallo talked about some things in the news recently What before we started recording just a second ago and the explanation is immediately false flag uh which is you know it can be frustrating so rallo what were you were mentioning something about sandy hook
0: yeah and before we get started we're not talking about you know Having fun with conspiracy theories, or if you find them interesting and 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 you pursue them, that's fine. Yeah, this is
1: obvious. Wait, this is obviously not a shot at um, friends against government. We love their podcast. Obviously, no, no, we're
0: we're and taking, we, we're taking no. hot shots at them. Oh, we
1: are. Okay, yeah. no, we're back to taking. We're
0: just it. talking about everybody but them. Uh, everybody else but them. Like that, you you know, if if you if you find conspiracy theories interesting and you want to like research them and look them up, that's fine. Like, well, I do that, right? Yeah, I, I think that's it. it can be like, an interesting topic, but when you immediately just like that's the that's your only thing, It's the only possible have, explanation, right? Or as soon as there's like information that comes out, you immediately jump to like some sort of conspiracy theory or a false flag. It's like whoa, uh, pump the brakes a little bit. Um. Because, yeah, there was recent... Uh, it just came out today that I, I saw that um, one of the... I believe it was one of the parents of one of the victims in the Sandy Hook shooting uh, allegedly committed suicide. And I saw some people responding to it, at least on like social media, with things like, oh, allegedly committed suicide, as if to say that uh, someone... He was murdered, and uh, it, was, it was set up like a suicide. And... I don't doubt that that has happened in the history of Yeah, of people things.
1: people have committed suicide with two yeah. shots to the head.
0: Right. Uh you know, you look at things like you know, alleged suicides tied to the 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 Clinton family and there's some really fishy stuff. Or there was there was another another uh person that uh well, that committed dude with suicide the suicide while handcuffed with their hands behind their back in the police Police. Yeah, there's there's uh, a recent one of those suicides? The, yeah,
1: girl shot herself in the mouth while handcuffed right. in police custody. Yeah. Um. And yeah. no there's. And how about the one that's kind of weird, too? And they don't say it was suicide, but the 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 guy who potentially may have leaked those emails to WikiLeaks. Seth what's Rich? his name? Seth Rich. Yeah. Um. They they called it a robbery, but nothing was stolen, and he was dead. You know, generally, typically robbers don't want to murder on their on their hands. They just want to take
0: your stuff. Right. Uh, It just doesn't add up. And because they didn't take his stuff. So I don't know anything about because I didn't I didn't read any of the stories about the the this father from Sandy Hook. So the story could be fishy uh, because there's there's
1: until you. Yeah,
0: because like we said, the the Seth Rich thing, the the girl committing suicide by shooting herself in the mouth while handcuffed. yeah I mean these these things obviously have things that don't add up. And so when you can take all the information that's being given to you and and compare what would be a reasonable expectation of of what your sort of uh, conclusion to be what what happened and then compare that to what the media or the government or whoever else, you know figure of authority is telling you and they don't square up then yeah then say all right something something isn't right here but that doesn't give you license to uh immediately just assume that every time because because the government and the media has lied in the past that therefore every time everything is a lie now because hey i don't, I, don't trust the media at all right but you know what let's let's assume for a second that Maybe the Sandy Hook shooting actually happened, um so that's really heavy that's <laughs> yeah, what happened or any any sort of thing like that that's a really heavy thing to to be on on someone, especially a parent of of kids young kids and and so i it's Again, without knowing it, because someone might come back and send me a link to a story where it shows that hey, this is really messy. So, something really weird's going on here. Then okay, but but I'm just I'm I'm picking on this and picking on these people to do this because this isn't the only time. This isn't an it's isolated case where libertarians. Time. It's every time because I was I was kind of scrolling through some uh, or I saw today there was an an old article, um that uh that I'd written a couple of years ago that got a few hits and it's it's and we'll link to this in the show notes page but it's called Some Libertarians Completely Lack Empathy. And this was uh back in November 16th, 2015. And uh, I think this was after the uh Charlie Hebdo shootings. And uh well uh, actually this isn't so much about conspiracy theories now that I'm reading about it. It was it was after one of the shootings and I don't think no, this wasn't Charlie Hebdo. I don't know what shooting it was, but it was somewhere one of the shootings in a, a terrorist attack in, in France. Mm. And and the, the initial reactions out of people, libertarians, was, oh, how's that gun control working out for you? And it's one thing to kind of say that, uh, like to other libertarians, but when it's being directed <laughs> at people who might be affected by it, I I, I think that's uh that's that man. That's like being autistic. One Oh one. I hate kind of using that. The you know accusing people of being acting autistic, but I mean, that's the stereotype that there's no empathy. There's like that. You're just that libertarians. are just people that live in the basement without any sort of normal human yeah. reaction that no you would human. Yeah. There's people, even people that may not be directly affected by this, that they, you just kind of like chuckle at their misfortune just to score uh, some points about gun control. And, you know, and, and I get it. People are going to turn around and say, well, this is why we need to ban guns. And yeah, that's when you say, no, this is, this is not a good reason to ban guns and, and say, Hey, this was illegal anyway, you know, the whole night go, go for, it. go with the good arguments for it. But, but to preemptively just say, just to go on the attack like that for that, man, just, let the blood dry up a little bit first. And uh, and that that's kind of different from what we were initially talking about. But there's other – any time, any time that there's some sort of shooting, the initial before, – before we have any sort of information, all you hear that there was a shooting and people's reaction very publicly – or libertarians, some, not all of them, but some of them, their very public reactions are, well, this was an inside job. This is a conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. Without without any sort of knowledge on anything. Yeah. And it just makes you look like such a jerk. And, yeah. and guess and what? Too, <laughs>
1: they're,
0: they're wrong a lot of times. Because of guess things. what? Guess what? I know that the government's really, really evil. And has and done do false bad, flags. Right. And they do a lot of bad things. But guess what? Being evil is not something that is, uh only happens in the government. There are plenty of private actors that do evil things or they snap. Maybe, maybe they're on like, they they get toked up on uh, prescription drugs because they, you know, that's, that's the medical field's way of solving mental problems. So they just, they just give them all sorts of things. So maybe it's not just a pure evil thing, but there are, uh, there are people that do horrible things in this world that are not government agents. Like let's accept that it's happened all throughout history. And it continues to happen today, right? So let's kind of use Occam's razor a little bit and say, "Hey, well, let's what's the most what's the simplest solution or uh, uh, this the explanation. simplest explanation for for what happened here?" Before coming up with some really convoluted thing about what happened. Like, and and the Christchurch shooting was another thing. This recent one in, in New Zealand, where. This one was actually live streamed, and people people safe. wore it as a bat. Yeah, it's disgusting, and I have no – I did not watch the video, and I have no interest in watching the video. Well,
1: you know what? I Just t- take a, a side story, but back in like 2003 maybe, maybe 2002, there was a reporter who was beheaded in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his name, but I saw that video and I can still see the images in my head, like clear. That was really a tough thing to watch. Um, and people said that was
0: fake too. Very <laughs> confidently were saying, this is fake. This is fake. It's like, yeah, I,
1: that was brutal. And I like, oh, I mean, man, he, that like, that was not, not fun to watch. And I was young and you think you can handle anything and you watch that and you're just like,
0: but it like, man, it shook me. You feel dead. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it was not I fun. I, I I don't enjoy that kind of thing. And and people are different. They have different uh, tolerances for those kinds of things. Sure. But someone someone on Twitter brought up a, a pretty good point, specifically about the Christchurch shooting, and she said something like, "Well, it's pretty upsetting to me, or, or weird, or, or disconcerting, that people are so confident that they can tell." They believe they can tell a fake shooting like that from real shooting.
1: Yeah, that is weird. How, like how, that? You've like, been around a lot of shootings like that.
0: Yeah, or do you do you like like to go and watch that kind of stuff? I don't know how healthy that is. Yeah. <laughs> to to like what go out of your way to watch you know people get that you can you can watch a video and, and determine pretty quickly if you think that people just getting slaughtered is is real or fake now there's something obviously you can tell uh you know if it's if it's really obvious okay but <laughs> i mean this is not something the christchurch shooting or any of these other ones it's not exactly uh a slam dunk in the least bit to say that, that these things are staged um so it's kind of like man take a step back and consider and consider what you're doing when you're <laughs> When you're that when you're one that willing to watch uh, the potential, because even if you don't believe it's real, you're still gonna watch these videos with at least a little bit of an acknowledgement that it could be real, and or you can, you're
1: gonna look real intently to find where it's not real. And right, like and it's just a little I mean, take
0: a step back. You're watching humans just get absolutely carnaged. And that's something that you can. Ugh. I I don't know. And again, maybe maybe I just have a, a. I'm I'm more squeamish than than other people with stuff like that. But like you were saying, even I remember I read I read an, an article about. Uh, I think it was somewhere in the Ukraine or something, somewhere in in Eastern Europe, with these guys went on this like murderous rampage, and it was like really terrible ways of killing people. And, and even just reading it, I, I still, it man. still makes me uncomfortable thinking about it. Yeah. So if you're that, um, uh, desensitized to that kind of thing, I'm not saying that it's going to, you know, cause you to do anything terrible, obviously, but, I I <sighs> I, I mean, I don't know. I would just take a step back and think: Is this a good thing that, like, I, I can, I can consume this kind of <laughs> videos and pictures and stuff and not be affected by it? I mean, there's, there's a normal. I think it's a very normal human reaction to be made very uncomfortable by that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and you brought up a good point too. O- outside of that, just about trying to keep. A conspiracy, a con- like without it being found out, like with the, uh, with any sort cause Sandy Hook was another one we are talking about at the beginning that, you know, if this is staged and these are all crisis actors, like that's not an insignificant thing to, uh, to pull off. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, just
1: think of what would have to go into that. You know, first is going to be planning. I'm sure there'd have to be practice runs. Yeah, and I guess they could. Yeah, I mean I don't know what people would say. You put them out in the desert in in Nevada or something, to, where where no one's around to practice. I don't know. Um, but then there's a lot of people who need to keep their mouths shut. There's a lot of kids involved. <laughs> like if the kids are crisis actors, what are what are they living in? Like a government bunker somewhere their entire lives, and they're they're rolled out for. And uh, the next acting, like, I, I don't know, because wasn't that one of the things that was happening with that? It was something in Pakistan or Afghanistan or India.
0: What was it? Peshawar. Know, Peshawar. Yeah. Be careful with the name you say, because we'll we'll get our website. What name? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We'll, we'll get our website threatened to be shut down again. Yeah. But
1: it was a kid on a poster that they, they put on, um, I guess it was a protest or a rally or something. Mm hmm. And um, instead of thinking maybe maybe that person Google image something and printed out pictures, people thought see crisis actor. Um, that'd be really kind of weird to be shipping these kids all over the world, I, you know?
0: Right, and there's I mean I I forget which which shootings it was, but there's uh, people like to post side by side of of this one girl.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. And it's
0: about. like, all right, well, some people kind of look similar. And then even the uh, the Las Vegas shooting, what was the guy's name? Uh, I don't remember any of their names, man. But uh, there was a pic they, they were showing, trying to show that this, this. There was some weird things about that shooting for sure. Well, they showed a picture
1: of him. Oh, absolutely. There, It's weird. I mean, there's like, like some FBI connections with the
0: girlfriend or something. I don't know how yeah. strong they are, but there's some, you know but they showed a picture. Uh, what was his name? Steve? Was it Richard? St- r- st- Sounds familiar. Steven. Yeah. Steven. Um, I don't know. Begins with a C or something, but they showed a picture of him, uh, or a picture of a guy with, cause his girlfriend was Asian with an Asian woman. It might've been Stephen in Vegas. Paddock. Yes. Steven paddock. Um, they showed a picture of him or of a guy with an Asian woman next to him. And uh, after the Vegas shooting and they're saying, well, look, this guy's like still even just hanging around Las Vegas with his girlfriend. And I'm looking at the picture and it's like, all right, the guy looks like him. Okay. And I'm looking at, cause they were showing like, even the shirt, he's wearing the same exact shirt in this picture. And I'm looking at the shirt and I'm like, it's, like, it's not the same shirt. It's like a distinctly—it's a similar-looking shirt, but it's a different pattern. And then the girlfriend didn't look anything. I mean, they were both Asian, but th- distinctly looked different. So yeah, it's like people—it's like people are just like going out of their way to just like find whatever they can and just throw it up against the wall. And instead of like actually asking questions and being like, "Well, what do you think about this?" It's no. This is definitely a conspiracy this is definitely him and without and and when anyone pushes back it's it's oh well, you don't want to know the truth instead of being like oh okay well now now i see that um you know okay yeah no no i, I can't maybe i jumped the gun there and and it looks I could it looks like it but now that i look at it and you point certain things out um that then i can see uh See so that I was wrong. And we know anyway that the, the Vegas shooting was was not done by Steven Paddock. It was done by uh, Machine <laughs> Guns, Madelon Drones, right? You knew that was coming, right?
1: I suspected.
0: Yeah. Actually, the real story was it was just everyone got run over by tractors.
1: Was that one of the theories floated?
0: Mm-hmm. It is yeah. now. Yes.
1: Um, now, another thing, I, I don't know, pivoting off these is the problem with collectivism right like and this isn't really in the same vein this is more for the normies but if i, I didn't read the whole manifesto i read little bits and pieces of of the uh new zealand guy oh, okay yeah did you see any of that
0: yeah i was i was getting little like bits and pieces fed to me
1: yeah so he was talking a little bit about Doing this in, uh, for revenge against uh, Muslim attacks in Europe and immigration and culture stuff, whatever. And he mentioned a girl who was killed, I believe, in Stockholm. I can't remember her name either. Not good with remembering names these days. Um, but where well, I was just going to go with this, and, and it's nothing that libertarians really have too much of an issue with typically, uh, although maybe sometimes. Uh, It's just, what did the Muslims in New Zealand have to do with people killing people in Europe, right? We just assign them a group, and that group is guilty. And you hear it all the time, um, even talking to Christians, Catholics, about um, the Middle East. Like, we have to stop evil. ISIS is evil, therefore we must bomb the entire Middle East. Um, And it's really... It's a never ending cycle. Cause now, you know, I mean, there are Muslim extremists, um, you know, clearly, uh, would it be too, is it too hard to, th- to imagine that there could be a retaliation for this attack somewhere? And, you know, when they give the reasoning, it says for the bloodshed in, in New Zealand, um, and then someone else will respond to that and say, this is for that. And this is just a never ending cycle of collectivism. And I don't, I mean, do you ever see an end to this? Uh, I hope so. I mean, mean, really, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and I've, I know exactly what you're talking about. And
1: like, think about when, yeah. I mean, when nine 11 happened, um, and Scott Horton talks about this all the time. Well, we were all busy watching Seinfeld, not even knowing what was going on in our foreign policy. Then this happens and everyone immediately goes, you yeah, know, we have to kill all the Muslims. Right. And so we do. And then they respond and they say, this is because you're drone bombing our weddings. And then the New Zealand thing happens. You know, it's just going to be a never-ending, it won't end. This is a never-ending war.
0: Yeah, because, because every time there's... And this is like the uh, kind of the argument that that a, a pacifist kind of makes is that um, that as you're getting beat up, imagine someone kind of mugging you, someone someone attacks you and starts beating you up on the street. When you fight back to defend yourself, even though you would be totally justified in fighting back, the fact that you're fighting back is kind of the feedback that the attacker needs to continue fighting a little bit. With, within reason. I mean, if you can overpower him or something, or make it so that now he's a, uh, you know, he's getting threatened more than he wants to, he might back off. But if you're in a fight with someone, um, yeah, that retaliation, even though it's justified, um, kind of in the attacker's mind, justifies that. Well, now I'm kind of defending myself, and so it just becomes this cycle. And that's that's you know an exaggerated case because there's clearly someone who's uh doing wrong and 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 an innocent person there but i think the same principle applies uh and like you said because people don't even realize what's going on they just see people that they feel like are on their side get attacked and they feel like they have to have to respond against the people that did it, even though they don't even know who these people actually are. Because to say that, to say that Muslims the world over are responsible for any given attack is is absolutely insane. It's like uh, saying that that it's just Muslims would be like saying that the uh, uh like the Catholic Church is the same as Calvinists who are the same as the Westboro Baptist Church because being a Muslim. Is not a monolithic thing. There are many, many, many sects of Islam, and t- it just really shows a lot of ignorance to act like you know one Muslim is represents all Muslims, or or one Muslim's belief represents all mu- all Muslim beliefs. And that
1: being said, like I'm sure there's people in the Middle East who do the same
0: thing to us. Absolutely, you know, like that's just a. Well, even among, uh, even among uh, Americans, when they try to talk about Christianity, people, your average person that's not keyed into to Christianity doesn't understand a lot of difference between like a Catholic and, and maybe a, an Episcopalian, Episcopalian whatever, or, or, or whatever it is. And so like what you were saying is this, it's this never ending cycle of violence is that eventually because it's innocent people getting involved. In all of this stuff, every time there's a different attack, there's there's innocent people getting hit, and then that makes people say, uh, "Well, we have to strike back." And and so, like you say, it's just this never ending vicious cycle of, of yeah, just of grabbing, and it grabs more innocent people each time it does it. But eventually, someone's going to have to, and and this is what's so difficult because it's not just one person; it's it's a lot of people. Someone's going to have to just take it on the chin, and then this- say, "That's it."
1: And look, we can even say, like, yeah, because people, we talked about ju- did we talk about justice last week?
0: I think so. Yeah. yeah we we're talking
1: about capital punishment, right? Injustice and justice, and people talk about the importance of justice and how you can't let these, you can't al- allow this evil to happen. Um, and I hear that. Like, I understand that, I, that train of thought. Like, if we just let this go unpunished, then people think it's okay. But, I don't know. Sometimes peace is better than justice. And if you think after 9-11, had, I, who knows? You We don't know what would have happened, right? There's no way to tell. But if instead of waging the wars the United States did, if they just said, well, let's pull back our bases because – this is obviously causing trouble because well, uh, bin Laden said it. You could read his what was it what was it the bin Laden's letter to the United States or to America or something like that. It's titled where he lays out the reasons why he felt they needed to do this attack. And a lot of it had to do with bases all over the Middle
0: East. And um, well, the, the, the United, so- United States was kind of siding with them when they were fighting the Soviets. Right. For the same reason. I just watched Rambo 3 this weekend and there were like several points in the movie cuz they were cuz Rambo and and some Americans were fighting on the sides of these uh the Mujahideen out there that were fighting the Soviets and the Soviets were the bad guys and there's even a line where the one uh Rambo's uh superior said to the to the Russian that had him had him uh, a captive he's like these people don't want you in their land like you're you're fight I forget what the what is a uh, little monologue was, but it was exactly what we, we, we always talk about is that get out of these people's business and stop killing them. And maybe you'll find peace that way, but Hey, you're in their, You're on their turf and they're going to get pissed off about it. Just like people that when, when they attack the world trade center and stuff that you attack their turf. So yeah, they're going to, that's like kicking a hornet's nest. Yeah, Every, I mean, we're all people, was, right? We're all people. And we all like we, we all have we all have the same motivate, like the same things motivate us at, at the end of the day. Uh, there's nothing that's like because someone's uh, an Arab that lives in the Middle East compared to a, uh, a, a white guy, Christian in uh, Montana or something. Like there's not enough difference in in human beings that makes what makes us tick different.
1: Yeah, there's certainly cultural differences, right? And,
0: but at the end of the day, that's all we well, the, eat, the we genetics. Want to for our family, yeah, the the, ge- the genetic and and the triggers and the instincts are all the same, basically. Yeah. So it's uh, so it's yeah. just
1: you know the what the way a lot of Americans felt on 9-11 is how they feel when they get bombed and. If someone killed my entire family, uh, which happens, it doesn't get a lot of news play, obviously, because it's happening fairly often. But I remember a story, maybe it was a year ago, that there was a sniper on the roof, and then they drone bombed the entire neighborhood and killed like 150, people, 120, 150 people to get this sniper. And the sniper was probably a bad guy, you know, a a terrorist. Um, But then they took out an entire neighborhood. Now... If I'm at work or whatever, out in the field, whatever they're, or they're doing, and I come home and my, my house is leveled, I mean, how am I going to feel?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, you know, there's, there's one bad guy in the neighborhood, and we may or may not have gotten him, so you should understand.
1: Yeah, and I think it was even one of the generals said, every time we kill one, we create ten more. <laughs> yeah. So they know. This isn't like a mystery. Um, we just and, and really, if the American public change their stance i do think they would pull out just like when obama was president and wanted to bomb syria people really did not want to do that mm-hmm. and it stopped it stopped it so you know until people wake up and i hate saying that like i have some inside information but really man if people just like realized what was going on and made a big deal about it it could stop. And I do think if the United States pulled back and closed down these bases and got out of there, that's probably a, one quick way uh, to end this thing within a generation anyway. you know, the kids, you know the people who who whose lives are destroyed, they've been displaced or their neighborhood is destroyed, they're not going to get over it most likely. But their kids will because they'll grow up wherever. Now, th- this is assuming that the United States pulled every pulled back all their troops and closed bases down. Um, but they're not going to do that. And that's why it's going to continue forever because uh, well, they're going to continue to respond. And people here are going to get pissed off and respond back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do have hope for the future that I, I don't think it will continue forever because it will get with. I mean, I talk about it all the time. With with Bitcoin and Bitcoin well, that's makes the hope. yeah it makes it uh, very expensive for people to uh, to try Ooh. to do stuff like that
1: yeah that's the hope and that that's really um, important and one of the reasons I think we should get behind Bitcoin and get this thing going as quick as possible
0: because uh, if the government wants to continue these wars if we live in a society where Bitcoin is money is is global money. And the government wants to have these endless wars. They can't just print money anymore. And if you what just they want
1: have- some just historical somewhat evidence maybe is when the Federal Reserve what was in 1913. I think so. What has happened ever since then nonstop before that wars used to be a couple years, sometimes six months. Right now. Now we have the ability. The United States has the ability to wage an endless war because they can print the money. They don't have to.
0: Yep. Get the and, money and in order for them to not only just they, they'd have to more directly tax people but it would be like with bitcoin because you actually uh you know can control your money and not have to put it in, in a bank and stuff who who the bank will probably just you know bend over for the government when they tell them to do something the government actually has to extract it from individuals mm-hmm. at that point so, it's a much more personal thing of, hey, they're taking my money to do something that I don't really like so at at that point, that's when it you know it, it's it's very difficult for them to do it with uh, with people accepting it and, and it becomes a lot more difficult for them to do to do um, anything right, not to mention how expensive it becomes
1: right that, yeah, exactly. they can't print Bitcoin. That's right. I mean, you could do an uh, IOU, but eventually it's like, all right, well, they're never going to pay me, so I'm not going to take that. Right.
0: Yeah, so I think there is hope. I think there, there's there's great there's hope. hope. It's, it's frustrating that like we, th- 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 we're sitting there and, and having to wait for it, and that's why a lot of us are so... Um, Ornery? Yeah, about people that are that that spread things that delay Bitcoin's adoption and uh, oh, yeah. and 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 promote bad economics. Because I mean, people's lives are literally at stake. Yeah. So the the quicker that we can that we can get to a, a government hard sound money, the better it is. Not only for us, for everybody. But also right. And that really shows the power of the market is that, you know, people like, to, oh, the, the, the people that want to to hodl Bitcoin and, and are Bitcoin maximalists just do it because they want to pump whatever they have to get. Yeah, it could be part of it, but it also has a lot of like great externalities outside of that. So. Um, it's really kind of a win win.
1: Yeah, I'm on board.
0: <laughs> which uh, which makes it all the more powerful. It's, it's normally see when good behavior begets good, other good things, much like bad behavior also creates other problems around you. So it's not just, you know, if you have a, uh, if you, if you eat, have a bad diet, uh, not only are you probably going to, to, you know, be mal- malnourished, uh, you're not going to have. And with malnourishment comes lack of energy. You might gain weight. You might you might lose weight and and be light, uh, you know, unhealthily. But even things like your your complexion of your skin isn't good. Your hair isn't healthy. There's all sorts of all these other problems that that come with that. Uh, whereas if you're if you're eating well, you have more energy to do to to, to be more active. So it it like you know, these things don't happen in vacuums and, and we can look at things and, and they're very comparable across all sorts of things. So um, yeah, there, it's there's, there's always side benefits to things mm-hmm. so and side negatives to, Sure, <laughs> to bad things. So I don't know. We kind of went off topic from what, what we're originally talking about, but I think it's a good thing to, I think what you bringing this up is a uh, is a good thing to talk about because it is frustrating and it's awful and I think that is something that uh that all libertarians can kind of agree with that the wars that are being waged are, are just unbelievably awful for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I mean we're not even talking like, you know, I know a lot of civilians died in World War 1 and 2, especially certainly in World War 2. Um, but you had armies fighting on a battlefield. Now it's like civilians. Like you go to work and die. I mean, go to go to your church or your mosque and die. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. It's sad. Yep. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Bitcoin. Get the troops out of the uh, Middle East. Would be a good start. I agree. So we got all the answers here. Just yeah. tune in, Donald.
0: Yeah, just listen to us. <laughs>
1: uh, so, uh, yeah, all anyway, right, what's your free market story? You got one?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, Tell the story um, tonight. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So we're having a, we're gonna have uh, some guests on, and it didn't work out because of because of some technical issues. And um, we'll get them on again soon, so don't worry about that. I, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to have a blast doing this episode. But um, you know, we're trying other things, and there's a, you know, we use one, we use Google Hangouts normally to to record these episodes, and we talk about it all the time that it's amazing that that we can do this for free, that we can have a video conference if we wanted. We just do audio, but we can we can have re- video, pretty pretty good quality video of each other um, while we're doing this. And it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Even a couple of years ago, this wouldn't have been all that possible, but there's other services out there too, that can do the same thing. So you're not just limited to one option. There's there's Skype uh, there's zoom Zoom. there's a anchor is a, is a podcasting service. that kind of built all this in and uh, you know, there's, there's pay versions of some of this stuff, but a lot of it's available for free. And, uh, you know, it's absolutely amazing. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe one of these, uh, or, or a couple of these, maybe solve some problems that make it more reliable and better quality. And that pushes the other ones to try to stay relevant because, uh, you know, it's, it's man, it's, it's like a, it's like an NFL roster. If you don't, if you don't produce anymore, someone's taking your spot. And it's, it's, it's the same thing with these kind of services. And you could talk about how, you know, maybe Google and, and some of these other companies that operate these businesses aren't, aren't always on the up and up and, and do the right thing. But uh, they're, they're still producing uh, some pretty fantastic products. So it shows that despite, uh, despite being in bed with the state a lot of times, they're still beholden to the, the consumers in the market. And if they're not satisfying them, then a lot of their, uh, their business just evaporates.
1: Yeah. Pretty cool that we had issues with one and could try another. Like, yeah, I didn't even have the, what did we go to zoom? Yeah. So you sent a link, I downloaded it. It took about seven seconds and I was on.
0: Well, and it was funny because someone, someone at work today was talking about how he was, uh, had to do turbo tax to do his, uh, taxes and, and, he had it, the software on a CD and he didn't have a, a CD drive on his laptop and he had to buy an external one. But that's like, I didn't have the heart to tell, like, you know, you probably just could have gone online and downloaded, downloaded it with, with the, whatever key you had. Right. But I remember, you know, not that long ago, if you wanted software, you had to Go buy a box at the store. Yeah, buy a box with the CD in it and, and install it. And then sometimes it took actually kind of a while. Now you just go on the place's website. Uh, a ton of software is free nowadays. Software that would have been uh, probably fairly expensive several years ago or just not really available. And you just download, download an executable file you know, open it up and and you're and you're rolling in, in not very long. So it's uh it's pretty amazing that they're uh, able to you know deliver this stuff and and also produce it without you know having the the, the clunky old things. So right, it's only we can only imagine what's going to happen. You know, you look at the last ten or fifteen years of how much development there's been. You can know. Can only imagine what the next ten or fifteen years are gonna bring. Uh, I can't I can't imagine. Yeah, it's it's funny to think about it. We think we know and it's yeah, we're gonna laugh at this technology yeah. not that far in the future. Well, and and we can kind of guess or imagine what it's gonna be like, but it's all based on what we have right now. Um you look at it's funny, look at old movies and how they uh tried to how they make they made futuristic movies and, and what it's gonna look like and you kinda laugh at it because of how much they get wrong, but it's, you know, sometimes you get some things that are right, but the same thing is going to happen to us.
1: Yeah. I even just think of, uh, we've talked about this before, but cell phones, like first cell phone I got was probably 2002. And it was that Nokia. Um, I don't even know what model it was, but it had, some uh, was, it like that the sil- was that
0: like the silver one? I don't know. It was
1: just like, I had a keypad and, um, uh, didn't have a color screen even, mm-hmm. and I could play Snake. That was the game yep. I could play. Um, and that was two thousand two. When did the iPhone come out? Two thousand eight,
0: something like that. I yeah. mean,
1: the amount of development in that short period of time is absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, I remember like the Blackberries that had the like the little scrolly thing. Yeah. Oh, well, like that was the uh, the amazing and Blackberry. Do they even really exist as a f- phone company? They were-
1: they were made by Qualcomm, who's a pretty big company. They do right. other things, but BlackBerry as a phone, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but I yeah. don't know.
0: Or at least they, they really, really lost their market share.
1: Big, Well, certainly for cell phones. Mm-hmm. I, I think they do other things where they're pretty big, but because uh, right. I know Qualcomm's still around.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I do see that name a lot. Um,
1: but that was the big, big thing. When I was a senior in college, our coaches got BlackBerrys, and they were all pumped and uh those phones suck (laughs) not that not that many years later just like if you looked at the original iphone compared to the iphone today oh yeah all the android stuff you know
0: so anyway who knows what the future has absolutely so with that again show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 137. i'll probably throw uh, a link or two up there to uh, reference some of the things we talk about. And also check out libertymugs.com You still have time to help me pay that $10,000 ransom to that CIA oh, when agent is that, that emailed me. I think sometime in the middle of April. Okay, so you do a couple weeks. Yeah, so. Right, uh, and
1: there is a $100 mug. Um, you can show off to your friends that
0: you're wealthy. Yeah, um, just buy 100 of them, and you'll, uh, you'll help us reach our 10,000. Wait, yeah, 100 yeah. times 100 is 10,000. I think we had this problem last episode when we when I tried to figure out yeah. ten thousand divided by a hundred. But I mean you could also just buy ten thousand of those mugs just to be safe. You could do that too. Yeah. Um I think that's what you should do. Probably
1: I mean, that's preferred. Yep. But the other thing about it is like we were saying, you get to
0: show all your friends how wealthy you are. And there's nothing more important than that. Uh huh. And we're libertarians. Yeah. Show show them all the money you make from uh your Koch brothers paycheck. <laughs> uh so yeah, um yeah, check out Liberty Mugs. Uh Tom Wood or Dark Tom Woods. You know, once again, you foil another podcast, although not as much as the other one that uh that other podcast it just
1: got deleted.
0: Yeah. I mean, talk about piss poor management of a podcast. Just I, I don't even know how they managed to get any podcast out.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm I'm just gonna say no comment on this one.
0: Yeah. I mean it makes sense based on the content that usually gets out there, so from them. <laughs> so, so I mean, you know. But whatever. It's cute what they do. All right. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace.